This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pipus. ASHE Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl and Licensed Contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Now, uh, springtime, of course, the right time for home improvement. I, I can tell that, but I don't know if any of you rode by a home home store in the past couple of weekends. But my the, gosh, the, the busy. There's a line out the back. <laughs> got a yeah. lot going on. I was over there trying to get mulch the other day, and it was man, it was right. Woo! So uh, from the Mississippi Housing Institute today, we welcome Executive Director Kim Jen uh, about what to expect at the home shows. A whole bunch of home shows, a slate of them coming up here in the in the next few weeks. So that's going to be really cool. Then we talk solar power with John. Wilbanks from Mississippi Solar. Also, uh, we're here for any home improvement and DIY questions, as you may have this spring. Join the conversation with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. So how are you guys doing this morning, Pam? I'm awesome. I, um, You know, it rained this weekend. Yeah, again? So I didn't get out of my jammies on Saturday. <laughs> I hung out with Netflix all day. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't, I didn't do much, and then I, I went to a fish fry down in Louisiana for my Easter dinner. <laughs> oh, that was <laughs> nice, huh? Yeah, yeah Pam, it was. I'm paying you to fix something on the weekend so you can talk about I it. I know. I didn't do a thing, and I'm then gonna, that storm chased me right back into the state. <laughs> I'm going to half your salary for that. <laughs> it blew me right back. <laughs> so, Jeff, what did you get into? Well, Sunday we decided after church and Easter dinner to go ride motorcycles, which was wonderful. Awesome. And so we, we left out about 2 o'clock, started riding, and about four thirty five o'clock, we had one of the best uh, showers that we've had in a while. <laughs> I was wet from, my boots were wet. So, <laughs> the Easter um, eggs in your back pocket were and, wet. And everything was right. wet. And, um, but, but yeah, everything's good. I've started a, a new garden. So, well, a new garden. The only garden I've ever had in my life, so... Now, are we talking vegetables or flowers? No, we're talking vegetables. Oh, okay, a few veggies. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. We're doing veggies, too, in the garden, so it's it's nice to get around to it again this year. Yeah. We did figure out last year, you know, we, we do fairly well at growing veggies. We forgot that we don't eat a lot of the veggies that we grow. <laughs> so we just grow the stuff that's easy to grow. Uh huh. But that doesn't mean we eat a lot of those things. Well, you just invite all the critters to come over and take care of that. Right, right. <laughs> so. All right, man. What what a crazy show we've got going on this week. Um, next Saturday, April thirtieth, we're going to be broadcasting live from the Jackson Home Show at the Clyde Muse Center in Pearl, and this is going to be so much fun. Oh yeah, I'm so excited about uh, we're that. We're going to be doing a live show. 9 a.m. That's awesome. You know, yeah. when I was a kid, my dad uh, set up down there. He was building log houses, and he'd build a log house in the show. No oh, way. Nice. Yeah, that it was all. So yeah, cool. so I'm really, yeah, it's very nostalgic for me to go back. It's going to be fun this year. Yeah. Like bands and booths and all kinds of stuff. I bet you we're going to have a bumper crop, too. We're, we're doing live show, and we're also uh, cooking barbecue. Oh. Oh. Is that nice. right, Kim? Yes, we're going to have barbecue sauce we're handing out. and um, Wait, you're handing out barbecue sauce? We are. Wait a second, is this... <laughs> is this housework brand barbecue sauce? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> but it has M18 
SHI on it and oh, okay, okay. and other builders and, and other people. Builders. Well, yes. and I'm going to give folks tape measures. Oh, yeah? Yeah, with Inspector Like a Girl on it. Oh, Yay. that's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah, so come by our booth and you, you can get all kinds of goodies. Well, Fix It's going to be there, and we have our really cool pins. Your really cool you pins. Get one of the yeah. cool pins. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, 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 uh, John. John, so uh, I'll get you into this. Did you do any honeydews this weekend? Did you have to fix anything? You know, it rained so much around the house. They're really, I mean, we we rested. We took it easy this weekend, had a big family get-together. My family has like 10 birthdays in April, so they all got celebrated this weekend and uh, just tried to rest up and get ready for the sunshine that we've got that right now. Kim, did you fix anything this weekend? No, I did the same thing. I stayed in my PJs and watched yeah. Netflix. There you go. <laughs> I'm starting to wonder how this marriage thing works. I'm, I'm telling you, I, I, I didn't I hide a single egg. I had Nothing. a <laughs> yeah, I had a honeydew list. Was, um, I did want to uh, start real quick. I know we've got a lot to cover, but we got some amazing uh, emails this week, and I wanted to throw one at you guys real quick. That uh, see if this was this. Wow. Okay, here we go. I have a Maytag Centennial top load washer. It's more of a tip. Okay, uh, I bought it. I bought this new at a big box store several years ago and installed it myself. A year or so after installation, it began to spray water uh, on the wash just after finishing the spin cycle. Uh, Not supposed to do that, is it? It was as if the beginning of the extra rinse cycle, even though the extra rinse selector was off. We use a solar clothes dryer. You know, I, mm. hang on. Um, so we hung up several loads of very wet laundry. Almost all of the online solutions involved calling a repairman and probably replacing the motherboard with a minimum cost of several hundred dollars. I know I've been through this same phone call before to appliance repair people. Uh, then I found one post online where a man said he had fixed his washer by tapping on the control knobs with a rubber hammer. <laughs> a hammer is always the solution. Right, yes. <laughs> always. So he, says, so he says, it costs nothing, so I tried it. I lightly tapped and then tested. No change. I tapped a little harder and tested. No change. I tapped a little harder, all five knobs, and tested. Problem solved. Then about a month ago, the problem reoccurred. Tapping with the rubber hammer solved it again. It's a little bit like breaking an egg. Both too light and too hard don't work. Thanks for your show in which we joy every week. And that's Mark in Oxford. Okay. So there you go. Your tip of the week is to beat on your washer with a hammer. With a hammer. There, there right. we, we've, we put every appliance repair man out of business. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, Listen, it may tag in that guy sitting playing cards anyway. Well, he's, right, yeah. <laughs> he's lonely. He's not doing anything. He's not doing anything. Oh, my goodness gracious. I can just see now have this vision of all these people with these rubber mallets in front of their washing machines. (laughs) Don't tell me I'm not going to try it. Yeah. I've already got a rubber mallet. (laughs) All right. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Now, there's another home show coming up uh, this weekend. Am I right, Kim? Yes. That's going to be in Tupelo. We're going to have a builder night on Thursday night from 5 to 8, which is invite only for builders um, and remodelers. And then Friday from 5 to 8, and then Saturday 9 to 5. And Jeff is nine to five. Jeff's going to be cooking on Saturday, and we're going to be handing out samples of 
barbecue sauce and meat. <laughs> if, you, if you would like some Houseworks barbecue sauce, <laughs> Tupelo's the place to be this weekend. Well, you can load up come, two weekends in a row. <laughs> come, come and see me in Tupelo so I don't get lonely. That's yeah. cool. I, is, the, is the show in the... Uh, in the mart again this year, the big furniture. The furniture mart. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, um, I went to that one a couple of years ago before the, the, the pandemic. And that is a big show. That's a lot of fun, the Tupelo show. It I like is. That it's great. Yeah. Oh. So if, if, uh, if you need ideas out there, folks, if you need inspiration, this is where you go to get it. It's so weird when you walk through. And people are just shopping, kind of like Kroger shopping. Mm-hmm. But it, it's neat because you're there with with – what seems to be hundreds of independent business owners. You know what I'm saying? There's lots of services there you can't get anywhere else. That's right. So, you can ask a lot of questions. That's what I always like to do. Well, yeah. and, and, and to imagine what that would cost if you had to do that on your own. Mm-hmm. If you had to go see each one of those companies. Right. And then get and then spend the time with them to, hey, say, really explain to me what, what you do. I'm 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 being very sincere when I say this, and we go to a lot of trade shows. We have found some of the neatest products at a home show. At a home show, yeah. So yeah. it's it's well if you know invest a couple hours and come out. It's it it's well worth the worth the time investment. The money is I don't know probably costs five ten bucks to get in or whatever, but. The time is is uh, very well worth it. Well, it's awesome because you'll get my mom and I used to shop at the home show because we get our I mean, that that's a relative term, but we get the bag as you walk right, in, yeah. and then we go to every booth, and I got the you know tape and measures and pins, and right. and now as an inspector, what I will do. And I, that's why I love these home shows, is I can go and talk to the manufacturer rep about issues around installation, because that's what I'm doing whenever I'm at a home inspection, is we just want to make sure everything's installed correctly. So if I see something funny or if I've got a question, I love talking to the HVAC people, the water heater installers, the um, electric panels, you know, everything. So I'll spend some time with the trade folks. It's, you know, if Fixit right. will let me go do that, I will be doing that on right. Saturday. <laughs> well, and, you know, the, the funny thing is that is that we um, – one of the things I discovered going to the trade shows, whatever part of uh, the state you live in, you know, the one in Tupelo is the North Mississippi Home Garden and Outdoor Expo. And if if you go to that one, you know, when you go in, they give you a list of the mm-hmm, vendors. Of where everybody is. Well, and, and you think of that as a map for that day. Don't do that. Uh, think of it this way. Ever since I started doing the show Fix It 101, everybody likes me now because they think I know a contractor that can do what they need to be done. Mm-hmm. So I'm the guy who knows contractors. This when you go into the home show, you get a list of just about every kind of contract you could do. So it's a list of 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 licensed contractors all in one place who are willing to talk to you right there. Mm-hmm. But even when you're looking for a an AC repair person come July and this thing is over, you can refer back to your list from the home show and there's your vendor. And you may have already talked to that person. So so it's a good place to kind of go and find where the contractors are. That's a great point. 
And two, now most show prices are going to be, you know, if you buy it at the show, uh-huh. you you get a discount. You get a discount. Yeah, you can put your. They'll have those. Do they still do that where you can put your name and number for to win something? Of course. Yeah. So you can put your name in there, and then they'll contact you, basically. And I'll have a list. I have my directory that has all of our certified professional builders and Mm -hmm. remodelers in the state. So I'll be handing those out, too. So, you know, encouraging people to get licensed. Can I find those folks on MHI? Yes. You go to cpbms.com, and um, you find a pro, and you can search by uh, city, name, company name, whatever. Okay, cool. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm. Can we spend two seconds and explain what MHI does? Yes. What does what M and the H and the I all stand for? Okay. MHI is Mississippi Housing Institute. Uh, Kim is our executive officer, and I am president for the uh, this year and next year. Our only reason for being here is for for us to train all licensed remodelers and contractors in the state of Mississippi. So you're, you're sitting around and saying, oh, my goodness, I need some CE credits. How do, where, 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 where do I go? Hold. What's CE? Uh, continuing education. Continuing education. So I need some CE credits. Oh, my goodness. What do I do? Where do I go? Well, you call MHI. That's our job. That's what we do. So That's so cool. Okay. Continuing education is good. Or go to our website. We have online classes as well as um, classes that we're having in person. Any events are listed on our website. Okay, say the website slowly. CPBMS.com. All right, there you go. All right, folks, uh, it's time for us to take our first break for the hour. When we come back, we're going to shift gears, talk solar power with John Wilbanks from Mississippi Solar. To join the show, call us at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Larry Morrissey with the Mississippi Arts Commission. I'm one of the hosts of the Mississippi Arts Hour, the arts interview show on Think Radio. Each week, myself or one of my fellow hosts bring you in-depth interviews with different creative Mississippians. We talk with visual artists, musicians, writers, as well as people who help bring the arts to their communities. We hear about how each artist learned their craft and get some insight into their creative process. You can hear the Arts Hour every Sunday at 5 p.m. on Think Radio. Or listen anytime by subscribing to the show through your favorite podcasting app. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pibus, ASHE Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl and Licensed Contractor Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. You can join the conversation this morning by call, calling 877-MPB-RING. It's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org before we get into everything else. I've got another email here that's just so good, and I need help with this. And you guys have worked with it before. Here we go. We live in a 50-plus-year-old home in a historic neighborhood in Jackson with two AC units, one for each floor. The downstairs ducts are underneath the house, conventional slab, conventional slab. Anyway, a conventional. <laughs> conventional. Uh, yeah. It's up on piers. Conventional foundation. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Along with the plumbing. We recently learned that we have to replace all of our ductwork as the current ducts are flattened, broken, split, you name it. 
The uh, critter's been having a party. That's right. Yeah. We, we've known that the space under there is really tight, and the original plumbing and duct work was done in such a way that any work done under the house is complicated. Three companies have declined to install new duct work, saying it's an impossible job. Mm-hmm. The last person who inspected the job has suggested we install many splits instead, placed in strategic areas. If we really can't have new ductwork and many splits are our only option, I'd like to know from a builder and a home inspector what you think. What will it do to eventual resale of our home if we can't say central air? I know they're energy efficient, but it's hard to get our heads wrapped around our house being heated and cooled with these instead of central air. The downstairs is about 2,000 square feet. The upstairs ductwork runs through the attic on a separate one-ton unit, and our current downstairs unit, just recently paid off, by the way, is a five-ton. The upstairs will not be affected by this. Well, first of all, you unit downstairs too big. <laughs> How many square feet? 2,000. Oh, with a five-ton? And with yeah. a five-ton, you're yeah, short-cycling little, that thing like that's, crazy. That's a little large. Um, um you know, it depends Man. on a split unit or a ductless is only going to be good if you've got wide open rooms. But if you've got if the house is chopped up, mm-hmm. coming in with those split units or ventless. Yeah, I don't I don't like the ventless idea. It's expensive. It's it's just not it's what this is what I think I'm going to do. I do not. I never want to hear the word impossible. Uh, first of all, we put men on the moon. It's not impossible. Yeah, you just got to be creative. Um, think outside the I, box. I, th- I think we have it. We have not called the right heat and air contractor. Um, so and, and it may be it may be a specialized job, so it may make cost a dollar or two more than well, another. I can tell you what it's going to cost to put mini splits everywhere. It's going to be enormous. Really? Oh yes. Okay. Mini splits are not cheap. No, uh-uh. they're, they're they're very expensive. Uh, you can put central heat and air in for less money than you can put in a mini split. Let me say so. this real quick for those who have not heard the show or heard of that before. A mini split is 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 an air conditioning system that is typically to be used with a single area, just like one of the wall air conditionings you used to work right. with long ago. Only the only thing that comes out in your house that you see is the, is the vent. You don't see all the the inner workings. That's actually outside, directly right. under that vent. Well, uh, think about a hotel. For it, yeah, another word for it is ductless. Yeah, ductless. Mm-hmm. So. You know, it's what you get when you stay in a hotel. Yeah, yeah. Basically, that's what it is. But all you got is one big room. Right. So this would actually be an awesome thing to come to the home show with and talk to some of the HVAC people that are there. There'll be a bunch of them. And the challenge is, and I'll say this from an inspector perspective, is that you don't have a lot of room down there. And so your ducting has got to be sized for the unit. Right. And when you come in and you're going to have to find somebody that can design that for you. And then on the install, you've got to make sure that it's put in so that it's not sitting on the ground. I'm going to make a suggestion. <clears throat> um, there's a company here in town that started doing this, and I'm fascinated with it. I don't know a whole lot about it, but they're putting in ductwork in uh in conventional foundations and in the attic, and then they're putting spray foam on the ducting instead of trying to seal it up with screws and a mastic. So you get a complete seal on that. And the question, the big question I have, because it's, you know, anytime something's new, 
is that, you know, three, four, five years down the road, what have the animals done to that? Have they chewed through that foam? Will they do that? Right. And that's what happens in conventional foundations and, you know, critters here in Mississippi is that when it gets dry in the summer, Mm -hmm. they will go try to find water anywhere they can because of our high dew point, that ducting, that metal ducting is sweating. Right. And so they're... And they chew through it, and then they wow, that freaked me out. It's that like real sounded, creature comfort. That yeah. sounded just like a critter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, I'm used to we. I listen. I hang out with them. You know, I'm down there, right. and I'm like, and you can see where they've torn off the insulation and they've burrowed up in there because what they do is they want to get warm in the winter and they and they're thirsty in the summer. Right. So they just tear that stuff up, and you can spend all the money in the world to try to keep them out, and they're gonna find a way in. Well, if you've tried three AC contractors, try the fourth and the fifth, um, and 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 maybe you have to go a little specialized. But, but yeah, and if you've got an inspection report, what I would do is isolate that area that's talking about that ducting. Mm-hmm. Take it to the home show, and talk to some of the folks there about. Um, and and I can understand them turning you down. Mm-hmm. And you have to think about it like this too. You've kind of lost that window of opportunity to have ducting work done right now you want to do that in the winter time when they're sitting in the warehouse smoking cigarettes and playing cards right because they're going to be so busy coming up and and you're just not going to get good work you're just not because they're in such a hurry to get to that person whose ac is out right so this may be something that you could plan for a project that you could look at doing sometime in november oh okay all right all right. So go ahead and start getting all of your, you know, and I talk about this all the time. <clears throat> We're in a hurry. Everybody right. wants it done right now. Well, that gets a lot of people in trouble, too. It gets you in so much trouble. If you go with the cheapest person and the fastest person, you have just bought yourself a lot of trouble. All right. Well, let's switch gears here. We've uh, mentioned solar panels and adding solar power to your home before on the show. All right. Who's ringing? That's Jeff, Jeff. as always. And he can't find the off. Right, yeah. That's right. I'll just talk over him. I'm I'm working over here. Right. So we're going to welcome John Wilbank from Mississippi Solar LLC. Thanks for joining us, man. You're welcome. Great to be here. So tell us about yourself and how you got into the solar energy industry. Well, you know, my my original background is uh, quality management, engineering management, and manufacturing. And I was working for a plant back in 2008 Mm -hmm. that got caught up in in the economy tanking then. Uh, Yeah. And the plant closed. Well, there really weren't a lot of jobs in Mississippi. I was really interested in renewable energy. I right. went to some schools and became a home energy raider mm-hmm. or HERS raider. I was the guy that would go around oh, okay. and do a souped-up uh, energy audit of your home, give you a, a, a prescriptive plan for improving the energy efficiency of the home. Wow. About that time, I met the uh, gentleman that had just started Mississippi Solar. His name was Will Hegman, mm-hmm. and uh, he and I sort of connected, and I began helping him. Got more training, started doing design and installation work on solar. Mm-hmm. Went back into industry for a little while, but came back in 2016 to buy the company. And my wife and I purchased the company in 2018. Okay. So uh, we've been growing the last several years. We're, uh, you know, we're wide open right now. So is uh, let, me, let me ask you just straight up, this, this show, boy, uh, has talked a lot about solar mm-hmm. over the year. Is Mississippi a good market for solar energy right now? You know, the the, the issue with 
the market for solar in Mississippi right now is that energy is cheap in Mississippi. You know, if you right, compare right. what we pay for energy in Mississippi at about 10 to 11 cents a kilowatt hour to areas of the, the rest of the nation where they're paying 35 cents or, right. or even higher at some times, um, it's been a slow market. I'll mm-hmm. say that. Yeah. Um, our typical customer usually has other motivations for going solar, whether it's just they just want to use less, they want to give back some, right? or they, they want some independence, <clears throat> excuse me, and maybe some ability to have some backup power right. or, or, you know, we we have a lot of customers that we have complete off-grid systems. I mean, they're out where they can't get really. Power. And that's sort of a little niche market that we play in, but we're doing more and more residential. You know, I bet there's this guy that's going to call in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We got one. Yeah. Well, he may know more about it than I do. It, well, he's living it every day. He, he's living it every day. He's good at it. But that's really interesting that you guys can get into those sort of yeah. systems. Yeah. So are you? do you work with the customer on tax incentives and all that kind of stuff? We do. Uh, you know, there are uh, – there's federal income tax credit credit right now, 26% of the system cost. You can take that as a, a bottom line credit right off your taxes at the end of the year. Uh, there are really no state incentives right now. The The Public Service Commission has a new interconnection uh, rule that they're about to put out there maybe with uh, the, the publicly traded utilities in the in Mississippi, which would be Entergy and Mississippi Power, that could impact, maybe there'll be an incentive on the front end. Uh, but we're we're kind of waiting to see you know whether that makes it through uh, all the legislature and everything or not. Um, but there really isn't anything at the state level, um, so you're left with your federal tax credit. But we do work with people on that. If you own a business and and you're kind of interested in putting solar on the roof and and to benefit your business, which actually is a, a perfect case for it because you think about the way a business uses energy, you're heavy during the day and not so much at night. Um, you know, there are grants we can take advantage of that would pay maybe another 25% of the cost of the solar. And then there's depreciation you could take on your business. So uh, there are a lot of ways to do that. But short answer, yes, we do help navigate that. Interesting. Now, John, let me, let me ask you a question. Um, let's take a 2,500-square-foot house, mm-hmm. uh, four-bedroom, four three-bath, kind of run-of-the-mill. What, 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 what could someone expect to pay um, to if 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 we wanted to be somewhat independent, not not total, but somewhat. All right, hang on, hang on. Let's just let's clarify something because he's like four bedroom, three bath. You know the house everybody's got. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> not, not quite. How many feet? Just quote two thousand twenty five hundred, Jeff. Well, it's just, I think that's an yeah. awesome thing. Okay. Yeah, because that's kind of a midline. There, there's, a lot, there's a lot of that product out there. Right, okay. yeah. 2,500 square feet. Right. What are we looking at? You know, that's really a hard question to answer, Jeff. Um, you know, people's behavior is so different. The way that's you, right. You could live in a 2,500 square foot house, and I could live in the same house, same equipment. And I might have four daughters running around the house, sure. and the TVs might be on 24 hours a day, and you might be living very conservatively. You're gone all sure. day. You set your thermostat up when you leave. Uh, you've got you know, better equipment, maybe more efficient air conditioning systems and that sort of thing. So it, it's, it really depends, and, and that's what we tell people. It's so hard. But we get that question all the time. Hey, i got a 2,500 right. square feet. How cost? many solar panels do I need to run it? Right. I'll say this. Um, 
you know, what we're seeing in the market these days is not so much people just putting what we call grid-tied solar on their roof where solar panels produce power during the day when the sun's shining, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's the only time if you're not using the power then when they're producing them and you don't have a battery system or any way to store that energy, then it's going back to the utility company. Right. Okay. And they'll, they'll pay you a little bit for it, but they're not going to pay you what you're paying for energy sure. for. Sure. They'll pay you about a nickel a kilowatt right. hour, uh, whereas you and I are paying twice that. So we try to size systems to, to affect as much of your loads as we can. We're going to go in and look at your utility bills, maybe do a load analysis on the house, and understand how you use energy and then size a system accordingly. But let's just say, let's take your 2,500-square-foot house. Let's say that... Uh, you're you're paying about a uh, I don't know <clears throat> energy is about a dime a kilowatt hour and you know back from a hers raiders day if it's just average construction these days uh, we're talking new construction or something that's built in the 80s you know we're we're talking something something older something that's not built to to the standards okay. we're doing today okay. so yeah. you're 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 a little, little leakier that's you right. don't have the, that's right. the systems that you've got today so you're probably paying about a dime a square foot okay. on average heating and cooling and lights you know so about a 250 dollar utility bill every okay month, right mm-hmm. so about 2,500 kilowatt hours of electricity, okay. if we do the math. Okay. Uh, so 2,500 kilowatt hours, I'm going to say that's, uh, let's see. Man, solar's math. Got to get the no, math. I know, yeah. that's why I'm not these doing are, it. These are questions that are in everyone's mind. <laughs> yes. So I'm so glad we're getting sure, this out. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So that's that's 83 kilowatt hours a day okay. on average. All right. Okay. And let's say we're only going to address the energy used while the sun's up. Right, because we're not going to store it yet. Right. right. Although we're seeing a lot of people, we're putting in a lot of batteries these days. Um, so we're going to divide that by two. So we're at about forty-one kilowatt hours. That takes. Wait for uh, that dollar figure. That takes about a ten thousand watt system, or what we call okay. a ten kW kilowatt gotcha. system. Got gotcha. uh, Average price on on just a grid tied ten kW system these days. You know, you're probably. We've seen prices go up on raw materials mm-hmm. just like you have of in the last year. I mean, it's crazy, but we're we're looking at somewhere around probably under three dollars a watt for that system. Okay. So you're so three, you're somewhere three around times, thirty grand. Three times, yeah, three okay, times. So I got 40. a calculator. How much does it cost? I got a check right here. I want to put a number on it. Thirty thirty thousand dollars. You're, you're looking at twenty five okay. to thirty thousand dollars. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. To okay. get it to get it installed. Right. Yeah. Can for I that finance system, that? You know, we offer some financing. Um, I would say this. Y'all go ahead and put it up and send me a bill. Well, and and two, here's the deal. Let's let's use thirty because it's easy easy math. The government's going to going to give you a twenty seven percent, twenty six percent, twenty six percent. I heard twenty seven. So <laughs> you, know, you know you know how that works. So so thirty. Yeah, of course. So the government's going to give you twenty twenty six percent right off the bottom line. So that's a pretty good discount. Yeah, yeah. So now we're closer to twenty. Well, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, right, you're just over twenty somewhere yeah. in that. So yeah. you know, but, my home but, equity you know, loan. I'm, I'm not storing it. So I'm only using it during the day. Right. Um, oh, that doesn't include the batteries? No, it doesn't include no. the batteries. What are the batteries cost? Oh, wow. So the, the, the average system we put in nowadays uh, with batteries on it, you're probably looking at low 50s or so. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And, okay, and again, with it batteries. just depends. It, yeah. Because, man, there's so many options out there right now. Well, but, you know, it's funny you say that because people will call me, hey, Jeff, I want a 3,500-square-foot house. What's it going to cost? Well, are, are you are you putting a five thousand dollar range in there, or are you putting a two thousand yeah, dollar range? Right. I, I don't know what you're doing. Or they'll call right. me and go, "How much is the inspection going to be?" Right. I need a little information because if I'm crawling underneath that house with ductwork, it's going to be more. Right. Because yep. I got yep. it's going to take me a while. See, you know what it is, guys, and I know that this is part of your world. This is part of what you deal with every day. The rest of us, the rest of us. Go to the store, see the price, and That's pay right. it. No, mm-hmm. and so we exactly. don't know. We don't understand when you say, "Well, there's factors," and we're like, you know, right. when we go buy a bottle of shampoo, the factor is what color the bottle is. That's you right. Know? I mean, that's right. So, so I get it. A lot are of people you buying are, shampoo. <laughs> I'm not Man, bought shampoo since 1996. That was that was. That was uh, oh wow! I was like, she, she cut him to the quick. She right did. There she now. did. Went right, right for it. Oh, yeah. Jason, I feel your pain. I did, yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, and by the way, not buying shampoo is fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, don't have to pay that bill. Um. So so okay. A, a couple of questions here, John. Uh. So. How long, let's say you have these solar panels put up. Mm-hmm. How long, I know how long my roof, the roofing guy told me my roof is supposed to last. How long is my panel going to last? Well, your panel's probably going to be warrantied. Most most quality panel, panels on the market today, and we're not talking about stuff that you're going to buy cheap, made right. in China or you know something uh-huh. like that. But the, the modules we install are going to have a 25-year warranty on them. Okay. So they're going to be up there a long time. Now they're Similar to the roof, actually. Right. Their performance does degrade over time, but mm-hmm. the, the, the wafer technology is getting better and better, and we're seeing numbers, you know, whereas before... Four, they'd warranty it for 20 years to mm-hmm. 80% of its rated power. Now that number is 85 or 90 or even 93% for 25 years. Oh. So they'll be there. How so do the technology is growing. So yeah. how do they hold up in a hailstorm? <laughs> well, that's a, you know, I get that question a lot. Um, at the factory, one of the, one of the ASTM the American Society for Testing and Materials, mm-hmm. or whatever that is, that that they have to one of the tests they run on the solar modules is they'll they'll pull one off the line every now and then they'll fire a shoot ice one balls inch, at it. No, a one inch steel ball bearing, sixty miles an hour. Wow, which is considered the terminal velocity of a hailstone, and that's their impact test. Nice, and it has to survive that test. Now, I say that so around here I, we've got thousands of modules in Mississippi out there in all areas of the state. And we've never lost one. Um, really? Since when? Oh, since two thousand nine. Oh, okay. So it survived. Like, sure. Yeah. So there's an yeah. array. There's an array. One of the first arrays we did was in Louisville, Mississippi. There's a park there called Dean Park, and there's a pavilion, an open pavilion that had a metal roof on it. Mm-hmm. Tornado came through Louisville. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Um, yes. yeah. Several years ago. Um, the only thing left of the roof on that pavilion were where the solar panels were. The tin under the solar panels was all intact. The other side was destroyed. The storage room on the, the pavilion was destroyed. Uh, panels are still there. They actually strengthened that roof somewhat structurally. That's crazy. You've got to deal with the weight. And we talked right. about that a little yeah, while ago. Yeah. But uh, they actually strengthened the roof. But um, I'd say, you know, I've seen pictures of um, – a solar farm out in Texas where you had 
basically softball size hail that was just destroyed okay you're not going to survive something like that right. but most of the weather we get in mississippi short of a direct strike by a tornado you're now, good to go now I, I got I, a question and and jeff you might could help me here um are solar panels included in your insurance yeah. policy that, and or claim. That was my exact question. Right. You need to check with your insurance provider on that. Okay. okay. So I wonder if some it do, could some be don't. included as mm-hmm. part of the home insurance. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yes, that asset needs to be because, insured. Well, yeah, because the, um, the in, initial investments, you know, uh, several grand. So it's right. going to be a thing that you would want insured, I right. guess. And that's one of those things. That's a home improvement that the insurance company may not even know about there right. are so many people and we advise people you know let your insurance company know because they they may have something to say about this they at least need to know what's there so they can exactly insure. and then you know if we need to put a rider on it that's right uh, because now he, here's something that will scare a little people um it may scare a lot of people um, say, just little ones? Let's say, well, <laughs> just I, I, folks. I, 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 just yeah. me. I'm the smallest one in the room. Let's say that you redo all the landscaping at your current residence and you spend 25, 30 grand, you can easily do that on landscaping. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Unless you hit it with your car or someone else hits it with your car, it's probably not covered. Mm-hmm. So right. you, you can have a hailstorm on that, destroy your landscaping, and call you, well, no, I'm sorry, it's not covered. I'm hearing opportunity out there for an enterprising young insurance agent that might want to. Okay, so, you know, we need to take a break here. We're going to uh, go to a break. I want to come back and talk a little bit more solar and some some shows also. Cannot wait for the home shows. It's spring, y'all. Fun. Time for another break. We want to join today's. Uh, we want to join today's show. Give us a call at eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or send an email. Fix it one hundred one at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Deep South Dining is the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. From fried chicken and collard greens to shrimp and grits and a glass of sweet tea. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or download our MPB public media app. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pivas coughing in the background. Hey, sorry. Ashy certified inspector and inspector like a girl and licensed contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Also on the show today, we have John Wilbanks from Mississippi Sol- uh, Solar. And and do you want to do a, a drum roll kind of introduction here for Kim Gent? No. Me? Yeah. Jeff was cleaning his glasses at the moment. So. I'm working. Right, it's working. <laughs> All right, uh, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. And we were talking, John, uh, there's a lot of stuff for this uh, for to consider when you're thinking about going digital. And it's funny, listening to the contractors quiz John during the breaks about certain things is a lot of fun. But let me, let me ask you this. I, I had this question the other day. Okay, I, I have this house. I decide I'm going to put solar on it. Well, this is not a satellite dish. What if I move? What happens? What What do you do? Oh, wow. Good question. <clears throat> um, you know, the solar panels can be moved. Uh, it, it's going to cost you, you know, to uh-huh. have someone come in and move that or to have my company come in and do that. But um, You can you take know, them with you. You can take them with you. 
Uh, it, it's kind of interesting because one of the things we run into in contracting uh, is you can't get an MPC on solar panels. That MPC, you got to so explain. It's a material purchase certificate. It's it's a it's a a process at, at the state level. At, you know, on large contracts, mm-hmm. uh, if it's over a certain dollar amount, uh, you pay the sales tax up front. Gotcha. Okay? And okay. you pay a lower percentage. Uh-huh. And in, in the state law, which is probably something that. I hope we address at some point. They specifically excluded solar panels as a non-component material, um, which means you can. They think you can take them off the roof and take them with you, and you can. But the reality is, uh, more often than not, if they're on the roof, they're going to stay there. It seems and, like it seems like it would almost be like picking up your air conditioner and taking. That's it right. With you. Right. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> right. Exactly. And yeah. hopefully, you'll have a buyer. Uh, of course, you limit your pool of buyers. Right. Of course. Hopefully, you have a buyer that comes in and sees the value that you can document. Exactly. The right. Value. Right. Um, How does it affect appraised value on the house? Ooh. I don't, Inspector, I don't, you should be answering I don't that one. Think, I, I don't have any idea I, on appraised it, value. It, it, well, okay, appraised appraised values are, is a double edged sword, mm-hmm. um, and we are feeling that right now more than more than ever. Our prices are going up so fast. Appraisals are not keeping up, so the loans but, won't won't go that, through. That's right. So the bank says property A is only worth what property B and C sold for. So huh. until it sells, until we have enough sales with solar energy right. involved mm-hmm. in it, how do you put a value on it? Mm-hmm. And there's some guidance, though, out there nationally. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, there's nothing written hard in stone, but there is some guidance on the national level about what is solar worth in oh, this good. area. Um, there are institutions, I believe, here in Jackson that can help you with an energy efficiency loan or something like that that can connect you with appraisers that can actually put a number on that. I don't know what that number is right now. I probably should, but um, there, it, a lot of it, you know, if you can document it, right, you can show, hey, this is my utility bills before. Here's my utility bills sure. now. Here's what my system's producing. Uh, you've got real dollars you can tie to well, so if So if you have no clue how any of this works, but you're interested, say like um, you, you want to you you give back, you want to make this part of your mission and be a part of the better environment movement, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so even to start that, the first call you're going to make, I guess, would have to be to someone like you, uh, a contractor for this thing, Rather than say, uh, is is there permitting for it? What's the what's the deal? What's you the know, regulation? <clears throat> there is permitting. I mean, really, what you want to find is a contractor that is. Um, there's a a uh, training body that we're uh, associated with. It's called NABCEP. It's the North North American Board of Certified Energy Practitioners. You really want to find an installer that is NABCEP certified at huh. some level to do solar. Uh, there are good solar contractors in the state. I'll say this: beware the the calls you get from out of state. Um, and what, you did mention that that uh, maybe uh, imported panels were not as as good as say 
the ones you might be using? Well, we, I, I mean, I, the panels we use are imported. They're just mm-hmm. not junk coming from China okay, okay. or something like gotcha. that. Uh, there are a lot of good panels out there. What uh-huh. you what you want to check is is make sure your installer educates you on what panel he is using, what solar module he is uh-huh. using, and what the warranty is, and uh, make sure it's a reputable company. Okay. Some are better than others, just like everything. Are there brand names that we would know in solar? Um, there are. Um, there's one that, um, you know, a lot of these are all, uh, we have some U.S. made models, okay? Uh, there are a lot that are imported. They import the components. They'll assemble them in the United States. Uh, one of those is a Q-Cell, which is a German product. Um, okay. we, we like, uh, in our business, REC solar modules and that mm-hmm. doesn't stand for anything that okay. I'm aware of. It's just REC. Okay. Uh, it's a very good, very good high quality solar module. Right. Um, yeah, so okay. they're they're good ones. I didn't know if there was you know, I mean, you know, who's the who's the Kleenex of solar? I have no clue. Right. Know? Right. You I, know, I think it's safe to say, John, and obviously you can comment on this, um, I think eventually we're going solar, aren't we? I think we are. Uh, no, I, I believe that. It's part of the solution. It's not the silver bullet that's going to solve uh, right, all our problems, right. okay? Uh, but it's coming. Right. And it's just I, like I, electric I that, vehicles. That, that's They're right. coming. It, it's coming. Um, and Do you foresee the prices going down as a result of that? Are we kind of being stuck here at this... You know, because, I mean, the normal consumer, you know. I can't see how that's possible if more people get into manufacturing and, and installing. Once, in other words, if supply goes up, um, the the price will go down, right? I, I think short term we've just got some real supply issues. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, the demand in the module market right now is just incredible. Um, so prices have gone up this year. Um, we had seen a pretty good run. Back in, in 20, 2009, 2010, when we started, I mean, that same system we were talking about a while ago at under $3 a watt was 8 or $9 a watt. Okay, Really? So we've seen that much of a drop in, in the last decade. And we were that trend was continuing, and but these supply until chain issues, right? Until yeah. twenty twenty and, and COVID, uh, that all changed. All right, we're going to go real quick. Sorry to cut everybody off, but I've got a couple of solar questions, and I really want to get to them. Uh, let's go to Malin uh, in Bienville. <coughs> Is that right? Hello. Yes. Hey, you're on. Well, my question was. Uh, are there any implications as to uh, recommendation as far as I'm considering putting a uh, elevated or standing seam uh, metal roof on my house, and it's only a thousand square foot house, little house in Long Beach. Uh, the application of the solar panels. On that size house, I was wondering, uh, what am I looking at as far as expense, number one, and number two, and I live alone, uh, and number two, uh, does it make it more complicated putting it on a metal roof? Uh, good questions. You know, if you go with a, a standing seam roof, a true standing seam roof, it's actually a good option because there's some, some nice mounting systems that mean you don't penetrate that roof anywhere. 
which is always a good thing. I know that. No leaks. Uh, There are clamps that actually clamp the rib on the standing seam roof. Now, a conventional screw-down metal roof, uh, if you're going with that, then we use a different mounting method for that. But uh, there are very good solutions out there. Standing seam's great. Um, Thousand square feet, you're going to be limited a little bit in what you can get on the roof there. And I assume in in Long Beach, you're going to want some air conditioning in the summertime. Yeah. (laughs) um, But that's probably a good application for solar. You know, that AC will be cranking during the summer. What's the wind load on those clamps? <laughs> well, it's all engineered. It's all engineered. So, yeah, we, we rely on the manufacturer and their recommendations. We, we basically go in and, and design a system based on wind loads and things like that. So. Okay. Did that answer your question? Uh, it did. Thank you very much. And I guess as an aside, uh, do you folks there recommend, what are your opinions on a standing seam uh, metal roof? No, I, I, yeah, I love them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't have an issue with that. Don't walk on them. All right. <laughs> you won't be walking long. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have a slide. Right. All right. Thanks a lot. Let's, uh, let's uh, keep on. One thing I wanted to do before the show is almost over, but Kim, I wanted to talk to you real quick about the uh, the North Mississippi Home Garden and Outdoor Expo is going on this weekend, correct? That's correct. What kind of goodies do I need to look for there? Well, um, there'll be all kind of vendors. Um, we expect about 800 people to 1,000 um, on Saturday. Again, mm-hmm. we have a private show on Thursday for builders, remodelers. Right. Um, there'll be prizes, giveaways. Uh, again, MHI is going to have a booth there that we will be handing out barbecue sauce. Jeff will be outside cooking some butt and chickens that we'll be sampling. So, this is um, too easy. <laughs> and, uh, again, I'll be handing out a directory of certified professional builders and remodelers. So. Very cool. Very cool. Thank you. Thank All you. Right. Man, what a show we had. We just got too much. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill. For Pam Pibus, Jeff Sammons, and our guests, John Wilbanks and Kim Gent. I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. program, Everyday Tech with Jay White. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.